0: Love Talk Radio This is Wedget, New Jersey's number one real life superhero, leader of the New Jersey Food and Clothing Rescue Network and RLSH Recruit Center's
1: Hero of the Year. And you're listening to Heroes one hundred one radio. Go out, be somebody's hero.
2: and And yes, that is my real name, my real-life superhero name, that is, and this is Heroes 101 Radio, a show created by real-life superheroes for real-life superheroes and anyone interested in living a more heroic life. That's right. If you wanna be more heroic, listen in. And when we say heroic, we don't mean that you have to go lift cars off of people who are stuck under them. Heaven forbid. God, that's morbid.
3: I but that's a
2: prerequisite. That isn't it? is well, it used to be a prerequisite, but we're we're a little more lenient now. So um yeah. When we say more heroic, it means that you just wanna do better, uh, than, you know, people expect you to do, than the world expects you to do. And in this state of the world, in this day and age, we should all strive to do a little better. So with me at the helm and soundboard tonight uh, is my, my partner in crime fighting. <laughs> That's so cute. Sorry, guys, don't gag. Uh, Nightbug, leader of the Oakland Branch of the California Initiative. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. And <laughs> Impact of the Extreme Justice League and Bay Coast Guardians in St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome, guys.
4: Hey!
0: on <laughs> uh, So, so actually, with me also is uh, one of my teammates down here, uh, Good Samaritan. Hello. What? Woo! You,
2: That's awesome. What happened to our really cool clapping of applause soundbite?
1: Uh, lost in the, uh, oh, in the oh, in the great uh, blog talk couple of 2018.
5: 2018. Yeah, yeah. What's that? No, I don't need even- it.
0: I don't need an intro. It's fine. Hey, Good Samaritan. Okay, so I'll see you later, huh? I'll give you a call. (laughs) Okay, so
2: for those... I know, right? Don't you love... I love that soundbite. Can't wait for Ghostbusters, the next one. We'll talk about that in a minute, but for anyone listening in right now going, what in the hell have I just tuned into? What is this? Uh, Because we did have the last count. We we stopped counting. Over 45,000 listens, um, and like I said, we stopped counting. Uh, like last year. So Uh, someone's listening to us and they're listening to our archives. What you have listened into, what you have found, lucky you, is just a bunch of people who run around, some in tights, some not, who call themselves Real Life Superheroes because really it's so much easier to say that than to say, hey, I'm an extreme altruist who likes to go out and do community good deeds just because we need that. It's so much easier to say, hey, yeah, I'm a, I'm a real life superhero. Don't laugh at me. I, I like to help the community. And then people say, oh, I get it. You're awesome. That's why we say that. We don't think we have superpowers, at least those of us who are sane. Um, and we don't think that we can lift cars off of people's Why are like, I, I can't. Okay, Bud, can't. Yeah, how I did you get I into actually it?
1: Impact can do that. <laughs> I, <said>. I, if <laughs> I can lift cars. I can probably lift a car.
2: You could probably love, yeah, with the adrenaline, you could. So that's why we have names, Rock and Roll, Nightbug, Impact, and Good Samaritan, who we haven't gotten to talk to for a while. We're so excited because he's an OG superhero. I mean, from way back in the day, and and we love it. The OGs can always give us some stage advice. And, and with uh, Good Samaritan, we can always probably get a joke or two in there. So if we have time, Good Samaritan, I'm going to make you be funny, I think. I think. We'll
4: nope. You no pressure. Go <laughs> so uh, before yeah, I we get, get into I, our – oh, go ahead.
5: No, I was say, um I can only chime in for a little while because I have work in about an hour.
2: So. Oh, um, sweet. That, you know, we were going to ask – I was going to ask the guys if there was any news on the hero front, and, and there is. I mean, this is a whole new year for us. We are in our sixth year or season or whatever you want to call it. And this is our 125th episode. Yay, yeah, yes. Woo! Um, I swear I really missed that applause little sound bite. We're I'll gonna have to back. get that back. I'll get it back. Um so well, you're a drummer. You can make it sound like applause, right? Uh, that's great, thank you. But we'll pass up the news on the home front um to get, you know, let's just we'll get right into the topic then, because we've got good Samaritan there, we've got someone holding on the um on the phone lines right now and we encourage everyone please either call in if you're shy join in the chat room you can do that and we will read your questions or comments um the guest call in number if you're listening is area code 646-564-9700 again that's 646-564-9700 so you know what Uh, I think we're going to jump right in because this is a topic that we thought would be a great way to start off the new year. We thought it was very timely in light of current events in the United States and in the world. Um, And it's all about a code of ethics for real life superheroes. Now, um, those of you who've been watching or, or reading comics, you know, watching superhero movies all your lives, you're thinking, oh, yeah, Code of Ethics, Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah, Superman tries not to kill people. We're, that's fantastic, but we're going more towards reality (laughs) because there are currently, I would venture, what do you think, guys, about at least a 1,000 real-life superheroes out there now?
5: We're in the dozens, I'd
0: say. Well, it depends what you can qualify. I mean... Thousands of people say they are. I'd say hundreds, at least, put on a outfit and and maybe walk around their neighborhoods, and and then, and then go back home to the computer. And then you probably got <laughs> scores, scores that are actually out doing, um, actually interacting and doing a lot of work.
5: I would say there there probably be maybe, if you're gonna say the hundreds, I would say maybe like a a couple or a few hundred, if that. But, yeah. You know, I always, I always say we're in the dozens because it it just sounds more. I don't know. It feels more realistic to me. <laughs>
2: just
5: based it's, on you, the interaction. Actual people. Right.
2: Is yeah. I was thinking it's the intera- when it comes to interaction. Yeah, definitely. You know, we only interact with you know there's there's 500 or so people in. The, uh, there is a real life superhero recruit uh, center group on Facebook. Book, which you're welcome to join if you're interested in becoming a real-life superhero or if you want to know more about us. But we do ask that you take part. Um, otherwise, we'll delete you because we don't need a bunch of lurkers. Um,
0: and if you so, there's a bunch of questions, make sure you fill out that you heard about it on the show so we know to look for you.
2: Right. Let us know that you heard about it here at Heroes 101, and we'll give you an extra pat on the back. We we actually will. Um, but we're looking for more realistic you know codes to follow we're looking for something that every man can every man every person can refer back to because sure you know you have of course when people think code of ethics they think captain america yes his code is rather staunch though and he always does good and will never do the wrong thing and he's a freaking character in a comic book we need real life you know if 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 it's easier for you to relate to a comic book character, you know what? I, I would, I would say that Spider-Man is the person to the, who's most relatable, because if you think about it, you know, here we've got once if we're going to use examples, we've got Captain America who never does, you know, wrong. And then we've got Tony Stark who is, you know, his life is mess, but, he does what he can to save people yet he will do things that are completely unethical in order to, you know, as a means to an end. Right in the middle, I believe that you have Spider-Man and Spider-Man was once called the moral center of the Marvel universe by Matt Fracton. Um, that's the award-winning comic book writer who who wrote Uncanny X-Men and, and um, the, you know, Iron Fist, et cetera. Uh, and he. Because Spider-Man is is the everyman, and Spider-Man is you know he takes care of his aunt, he asks for help when he needs it, and he struggles daily to balance work, family, and superhero tasks. Does that sound familiar,
1: guys? I yep. think so. Yep. Um,
0: well, I was just say quickly before we go on, I just want to preface with. To Any real life superheroes that are listening, this is not meant to be a. You have to do this list of things to be a real life superhero. This is just a general, free flowing list of things that you probably want to consider when you're coming up with what your own moral code. You know, every person has their own life experience. Everyone's going to come things they can't, they will and are and won't do. These are just the things that we think should constitute a code. So
5: and. I know I'm the guest here, but, um, you know, I, I think I that think the, the Spider-Man example is a good example, um, but much like what you were saying earlier, Rock, about the not, you know, not focusing so much on the fantasy side of things, but on the real life side of things, what I've noticed, I know that when I started out, I used to do this, and I think a lot of RLSHs do this now, is they'll use that example of Spider-Man, and then they'll, they'll let their lives get run into the ground because they're trying to do so much RLFH stuff. And I I did that once, and it, it went badly for me to the point where I stepped away from the community for five years because I had to get my life in order because um, my finances weren't good, and I, I just, um, you know, I had, I had a rough go of it. And it was oh. because I wasn't putting my focus on the right areas of my life, and I feel like being an RLFH should always be viewed as, in my opinion, as a hobby. You know, never as, um, like, oh, this is my, you know, this is my career. This is my life. No, your, your life is many things. And so you have to make sure that you have that proper balance. And if you're, you know, because the character of Spider-Man, he always puts everything on the line to go and help others. But if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not getting, uh, you know, it's hard to pull someone out of a hole if you're in the hole with them. And so I just want to encourage folks who are listening to always try to have a kind of a healthy sense of, of self and where you're at uh, versus where you want to be and what you want to do. Um, it's always good to help others, but but make sure that you are in a positive um, headspace and a, and a good, you know, standing in your life, you know, make sure you're not, you know, if you're living at home with your folks and it's, it, but you're striving to, you know, Uh, to to get out on your own and whatnot, you're doing well with that, you're you're on your way, that's one thing. But if you're just kind of like, if you're just living off of, let's say you're living off of government assistance and you're just kind of in a rut or maybe you're in another situation where, where finances are tough or whatnot, take care of yourself, step away, take care of yourself, and then you can go and help others. And it took me about a good five years, to really get to the point where I could say, okay, I can get back in the game. So uh, that's just something I just want, I wanted to share just as far as, like, that Spider-Man example is great, but I feel like a lot of people take it a little bit too much to heart with, with how Spidey tends to in the stories. Like, he, he really just kind of sometimes makes the decisions that just hurts him um, and puts him in a bad, dire strait. And he's also a fictional character. You know, he's ink dots on a page, pretty much. So we've got to remember that... Um, that as much as we we love these characters, they are characters who are written by people who get paid for a living to write said characters. Um, Not that I'm trying to burst anyone's bubble here or anything like that.
2: uh, (laughs) No, these are are excellent, excellent points. Thank you. Yeah, there's no way, you know, with the Spider-Man example, there's no way that uh, I was going to, follow that up by saying that exactly what you said. I think you said it better. <laughs> so thank you. You know, in real life, real life, we are not, we don't have spider powers, by the way, those of you who think you do come see us. We'll have a little talk after class. Um, yeah. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. You know what uh, GS and um, yeah, I always, I always short and good spirit and GS. Um, thank you so much for those points that because you yourself said how you had to take time off you know to get things together to get things in order before actually being able to to help others. you know you can't help others unless you make sure that you're okay, and you know we always go back to that that um what is it when you're in the plane the oxygen mask example, so you know take yours yeah. first so that you can help the other person um so if you've ever taken, you
0: kind know, the, the same thing. I exactly. tell you, you can't help someone else if you're going to get hurt yourself. It's the same thing with the emotional or the financial stuff. There have been plenty of times where going out on patrol has actually helped me feel better about things. But there's also times where I've had to be like, I can't go tonight because I'm in a bad space, and I might start a fight instead of stop one right. because I'm in a bad place. And right. you've got to learn to recognize that in yourself. And no one can tell you when to do that. It's got to be a personal thing.
2: Right. Um, so we are getting a little ahead of ourselves, but we'll we'll um, because there's so many good things, you know. Uh, Impact was saying how at the beginning, you guys, if you're listening to this, when I brought up the subject in the real life superhero um, recruit center, there were people who, and I love it because it it prompted discussion, talking about how well who's gonna um, police this code of ethics? Who's gonna enforce it? You know what? That's not the point. The point is that we've never really had, at least I've been here for almost eight years now, and I've never seen a code of ethics ever created, you know, by everyone together. Uh, And not everyone's going to agree. And that's fine. You stick to your own. And no one's going to police it, you guys. We're not, this isn't, hey, we have rules now. And if we don't stamp your card with enough stamps, you're out. That's not how it goes. We're doing this in order to help those who are new going, man, I don't know, should I do that? Shouldn't I? Hey, you know what? Check your code of ethics. Check your own compass, you know, and if you need a starting point, this one was created by a whole bunch of us, and that's what we're doing tonight. Um, so with that, you know, ethics, If people are going, why a code of ethics? Well, it comes from the Greek word ethos, which means character. So with this many, whether it's a couple dozen or a couple hundred or even maybe a thousand real-life superheroes out there, character is not necessarily defined by how a person behaves when conditions are optimal and life is good, right? Character is also, and I think mostly, defined by decisions made under pressure, how we behave when we're angry, when no one's looking, and when the way is not so clear, when it's obscured. And I think that's when people can refer back to this code of ethics that we're all creating tonight. So, uh, you know, we've got a couple people that are um, that are holding, and I'd like to bring them in. Um, right now we've got another old school. Uh, you know what? We're going to go with the new kid. Not so new, but new enough to where old school, old school, here's a new kid. We've got Spirit Fox, who is from Yo. Hey, Spirit Fox. Yeah, oh God! I'm so excited to have you on. I can't even talk. Introduce Spirit Fox. <laughs> in the... <laughs> you know what? No, forget it. I'm going to introduce Spirit Fox. Spirit Fox is with
4: us from Echo in the, should I say Seattle? Is it Seattle area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle Superheroes or uh, the Emerald City uh, Hero... Heroes Organization.
2: There you go. Emerald City Heroes Organization. These guys are amazing. We got
4: to spend time with
2: them and, Um, You know, when you meet, I think everybody, there should be a giant real-life superhero meetup that everyone helps everyone else to pay for, because I'm telling you, half of the things that go down would never go down in person. Everyone would just go, wow, that person's actually pretty cool, and, and, you know, talking to them online is not enough. So Spirit Fox is one of those people that that we're so happy we got to meet. So
4: welcome, Spirit Fox. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here.
2: And also, we've got now I can call him OG because he's been here for also you know from the Pacific Northwest, from the Seattle area, is an an OG RLSH um, evocatist, formerly of the Rain City Superhero Movement. Um, but I can mention that right, Evo? Is that cool? Oh, yeah, because you were you were like the dude back in the day. So um, we've yeah, got boys. yeah, boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You can hear vectors in the background yelling yeah, boy. He's all excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks, vector. <laughs> we may have lost Not our applause, uh, sound soundbite there. We've got a bunch of yeah boys tonight. Yeah. So um, I want you guys to know I've got let's see. So I've got uh, good Samaritan. Got Spirit Fox. Got Evocatus and impact. And you know what? Um, if you guys want to, we, what we have is we open these lines and if you want to chime in at any time, please do so. I will try to not talk so quickly that you can't get a word in edgewise. I promise I will try to pull a little more of a William Shatner and just talk like this. So it's easy to interrupt me. Come on, man. That was so decent. Come on. Everybody's like, Oh God, they're shaking their heads. Okay. Yeah, screw you guys. Anyway, um, you know, service in the real-life superhero world is, and I want to say this one time because I've, I've never said it out loud, but I honestly believe that in its purest form it is a noble calling. It is a, an absolute noble calling because although it's second nature for some of us, um, for the majority of the world, behaving like a superhero is not a default response. We're the fool's that rush in where angels fear to tread. I mean, think about this. We're the idiots who are out there walking the street at night, looking to help someone. We could be out there partying with everybody else. You know, we could be out sleeping in the mornings instead of going, we could, we could be doing anything other than going out and doing real life superhero work. And we do it. So I believe that, as it's a pure form, uh, it's, it's a noble calling that, that it deserves to have a code of ethics, um, you know, created by real-life superheroes. So um, with that, I, I looked up the, the you know, um, firefighters' code of ethics. Those guys are amazing. And I don't think I know anybody who doesn't believe that a firefighter isn't a hero. Okay, they get paid. Who cares? They're, they're still – they chose – to do that as a living. So they're heroes. And um, with that, we put together some uh, things that we think should go on this code of ethics. But before we do that, I'm going to open it up to you guys and your thoughts so far on, on this whole code of ethics thing.
4: Um, I think it's a a good idea. I mean, um, really there hasn't, there hasn't really been anyone to uh, step up and kind of just, you know say like hey, you guys, like maybe we should uh you know gear this movement kind of in one direction rather than just having a bunch of uh different people chiming in with different kind of things and uh and i've seen some I've seen some weird ones too I have to say online <laughs> um so I think it's good that uh someone is stepping up and kind of you know just kind of taking the reins and uh who better to do it than uh you know uh you rock and roll and nightbug and uh impact and everybody so I, I think it's I think it's great.
2: Thanks. <laughs> uh we, I think we're the
4: loudmouths in the group
2: and so you know we're not any smarter Kinda. than anybody. We're just I talk a lot, so <laughs>
4: but thank you. Hey Evo, I hear I hear um
2: a, a cute little girl back there. you haven't said anything yet.
3: Well, oh, I'm just uh I'm just listening uh on the make room for uh for the new people and new ideas. i as you said just the old uh, OG over here. Um
4: <laughs> I, think,
3: I feel that uh you know code, codes of ethics have, have been a thing for some teams and some not. Uh RCSM despite all of its uh, troubles and trials uh I mean we've we've had uh, a various uh different kinds of codes of ethics, kind of living documents as they were. that's um, really helped kind of change and in, um, in some cases even distort our mission somewhat. Um, the it's it's kinda of funny to see that this comes around again because I mean everyone who's ever R L S H Ever thinks they know what the R L S H code of ethics is. So, I mean and you're absolutely right there never has been an absolute solid one. But I mean the average Lifespan of somebody getting into the RLSH movement. is what a year year and a half before they burn out it's Like every about two years or so we kind of reinvent the wheel everyone says you know man with so many Loose cannons and so many, you know one person armies that uh, you know save the world and stuff God, maybe there's a safer or smarter way to go about this. Let's finally come down with a set of rules or code of ethics or rules of engagement or What have you and uh, uh it's, I'm I'm hoping to hear some new uh new things that uh haven't been batted around for a couple of years yet or see if we can't not reinvent the wheel again. So um, Good point. Yeah. So I got something to share.
0: Yeah, so, go ahead. I mean generally, so you know, I, for the most part I've always followed the XJL code, which if you want to look it up, it's on their website and that's what the bay the Bay Coast Guardians really uses. But the personal thing that I've always kind of followed, and this has actually been long before I was ever in RLSH. I think being in RLSH allowed me to put it into words, and it kind of actually—I didn't think of it this way until tonight. It actually kind of ran me of Spider-Man's great pot with great power comes great responsibility, which is if you have the power to affect uh, to help someone.
5: As a citizen
0: on the earth, it's it's something you should be doing, which is – and by that I mean not like, you know, if you see someone being shot at, you should run wildly out of gunmen because you're just going to be hurt yourself. But if you see someone in need that you can reasonably help without doing a ton of damage to yourself, you should do it because it's the right thing to do because we only boost each other up by – it's not life is not a zero sum game. We only boost each other up by helping out. So That's kind of just been like a personal—I don't even want to say code. That's just like a personal thought I've had for quite a few years, and it's really helped me out to like as a guideline. And I think it's something that should at least be put out into the ethos.
2: That's that's a good one. Yeah, you know, um I was thinking because it can be summed up. You know, they—they they, can't. Every code of ethics can be summed up into, you know, one like uh, Vector's motto and he lives by this is do unto others. And you know that that's a, like you said, that's way before the whole RLSH thing. Um so you oh, know, yeah. you, it can always come back to do unto others. Um and you know that that's great to remind mm-hmm. yourself every day, you know, you're supposed to have these little um Reminders, little sigils, anything you can, little signs to remind yourself of that. Well, especially when you're steering off course. Um, I think that the reason we, you know, the, we're trying to come up with this code of ethics, another one, is is that um, there are a lot. Like I said, there are so many uh, new guys out there, and like I, this isn't an end all be all thing. I, I'm, I'm going to keep emphasizing that. That that this is in no way something for someone else to follow. But if there's someone looking, you know, for instance, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one of mine out. I have this list that was taken from a lot of uh, different spots that just really hit me. One of them is is uh, accept responsibility for my actions and the consequences thereafter. So um, I'll be honest, a lot of people I know don't do that.
4: Um, oh yeah, just in, in everyday life. <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean
0: and and something that makes me think of is you have these kids who run around with they want to carry a bow and arrow or a sword. <laughs> and I think you kids know how old they are.
5: Or 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 a force effects lightsaber.
0: Oh, oh no, no, no. good but God. the actually the bow or the sword or the sword or machete or whatever. The thing is like you have these people carrying around Sorry, hold on. Sorry, one second. We're having
2: technical Um, difficulties.
0: (laughs) Yeah, something like that. So, what I was going to say was um, so you have these people that want to carry around a weapon. They're like, well, I'm trained to not, uh, I know that I want to, I'll do non lethal stuff only. It's like, are you really prepared to accept (sighs) the responsibility of what might happen if you slip? I've heard stories of people who have trained with swords for 20 years. Do a demonstration and hurt somebody because it's a real sword. Surgeons oh, yeah. who are in the cleanest, you know, in the most controlled environments possible can slip and cut an artery. So you're yep. telling me some kid who's played around with a machete for a, a week thinks he can, you know, make cuts on someone and not accidentally slice something open? Is that a, is that something you're prepared to do? And I right. think most people answer, look at it. And really examine themselves and really self reflect and say, No, I'm not prepared to possibly kill somebody. No, that's, exactly. That's where that comes in. I, I can tell you yeah. this I'm not prepared to cop. Ca- the reason I have gone back and forth with the taser is I'm not prepared to, ca- to ca- cause a heart attack by accident. Right. I exactly. I've, exactly. I've really thought about batons because I'm not prepared to, to bash someone's face in and then, you know. No. Well, and do some, maybe hurt someone's, break someone's skull or something. I know, I know a lot of people do, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with carrying a baton or a taser. That's your personal choice. It's something I'm not prepared for.
2: Okay, and Good. that is what the first and second, um, because I'm not you know, putting them in order, but that is one of the first. If I were to order them, there's one of the first and second um you know, rules, I guess, that that I have on my list. And the first one is recognize that I serve in a position of public trust. And number two, always conduct myself in and out of costume in a manner that reflects positively on myself, my groups, and the real-life superheroes in general. So we've all seen people bring weapons that they really don't need to bring out with them, and we've seen, you know, I hate to say it, we're lucky that no one was killed. I will bring up beasting because that is the prime <laughs> example of you brought a shotgun with you on patrol, it discharged and went through a, a motorhome, and you're damn lucky you didn't kill anyone. Yes, you, he did time that, for that. So,
0: and that's not even something that's like concealed, like and, right. and that which is a difference because that's that's a visual. I'm here to roll. I'm let's, let's do this. Cause I'm going to shoot your ass.
2: Right.
3: Well, yeah, um, that's his first line of defense. I mean, if you're coming out of a gate with a, with a firearm, I mean, you're, I mean, you you're welcoming that kind of trouble. You're welcoming the kind of response or that's, that's, that's your be all end all end of discussion. This is how you finish an argument is with this one tool, this one weapon that you brought. I mean, you're in the wrong line of activism Wrong one to volunteer. <laughs> is coming in hot and loaded with a firearm or you know weapons exceeding you know whatever the mission may detail. I mean, you know, self defense is one thing, but I mean it's different if you if you're if you're going to a riot, you know you dress accordingly and you protect yourself accordingly. If you do a homeless handout, for example, maybe you scale it back a little. Or if you do a blood drive, I mean you think about these kind of things that are like okay, what is necessary for this kind of thing? And if you If you feel you need to leave your house with a loaded weapon and a firearm, I mean, it's RLSH working for you,
4: right? Yeah, I I have to agree for sure. Um, I I would even say, like, just going out with, um, you know, when I go out, and I know not every um, RLSH, you know, member wears a mask. Um, I choose to just because, you know, I go out and you know i'm i'm walking the streets really late at night and there's a lot of bars and stuff in the area and uh things like that but even just wearing a mask you know you kind of have to be responsible about it so uh you know i'm i'm not just rolling up on people and like you know hiding in the shadows and jumping out at them you know like i i'm i'm actively telling people hey you know good evening and uh, how are you like how's your day you know waving at them just letting them know you know that i'm not out here looking for trouble you know like i'm i'm friendly you can approach me you can talk to me you know, so um, I, I think even just going out with a mask and stuff, you know, you have to be kind of responsible with it. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely with that, and I'm glad you put that there because
2: some people go out. Oh, Impact just put up a um, an a example of him going out his first days with completely black on, and you know, just and then getting, you know, rolled up on by several police officers, right, Impact? So.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought I was going to jail.
2: Yeah. See, so it's, you know, what you're putting out there, if you're, if you're, if you're conducting yourself that way and you've got a gun, you already know, you know, uh, and, and exactly that it's, it's different with, with the, you know, concealed for self-defense as opposed to, I've got this shotgun on my back. I am, this is what I am attracting, you know? So,
0: um, yeah. yeah. Like, um, I know people that want to carry a concealed gun. And while I might disagree with it for my own reasons, because it's concealed, it's not a challenge the way an open weapon no. is. No, it's
2: different. Yeah. And you can
0: get, get into an argument about whether or not you should have it. That's your own business. <laughs> or that might be another topic. But I'm just saying, like, visible weapons are a challenge to people as much as they are a dream. It's Oh, yeah. 50. Yeah.
2: Big time. Yep. So, um, and... I'm gonna move on to the next one of my uh, that I have on my list, and you guys can add your own too. Whatever you've got um, on yours, I just I happened, like I said, to take a bunch from the, the from the medical profession, from the firefighters, and from anyone who just seemed like they were in a noble place with you know good advice. Uh, one of them was on a on a different you know little path. Here is do my best to cultivate kindness and hope. And um, I think that uh, Nightingale is always saying, "Just be kind," you know. And and I think that, like I said, if we were to all meet each other, I know we wouldn't get into these online ridiculous, you know, back and forths with each other. Um, so I, that's one that I really want to take to heart this year for myself: is do my best best to cultivate kindness and hope. Um, and the one the one after that is and they kind of go hand in hand is be an example for others and inspire as often as I can, because, you know, it's not just other people out there. You know, my, my RLSH peers or anything watching, it's my kids see exactly what I do. And they often come out, you know, to outreach events with us and such. So, you know, um, I don't want them remembering their mom as just this crazy ill-tempered, you know, just, ranker out there who didn't didn't know what she was doing so it's it's really important to remember that who's watching
3: Amen Um that.
2: another one that I think is really important in the real life superhero especially lately is be honest do not embellish or lie about myself or other real life superheroes Um <laughs> Yeah, that one's, that one's pretty self-explanatory, but I, I see a lot of stories where people come up, and, and we've all seen it since the beginning of our tenure here in the RLSH world, is is someone who wants to impress, and they want to get in, you know, they want to become a veteran really fast, so they make up these crazy stories of what they've done, and I don't think they realize just how many of us read that, and instantly, red flags go up and go, you're lying. That's
3: yeah.
0: not,
2: true. yeah. So they don't realize the It's not a
0: challenge anymore. The is view. the is the thing,
4: right? There's no it's there's not. no
0: challenge to being like, like people will be like, oh, do you trust this guy? I'll be like, yeah, because the claims they're making are so small, you know they're not lies. There's exactly. these guys that go out and say, oh, I did this, that, and the other thing. and You're like, yeah, that sounds like a lie because they're not backing it up. Because yeah, so the real t- messages, if, if you want to uh, lie, just, just make it a
3: bunch of small
2: yeah. what was that? No, Evo, I, I heard what I heard what uh um impact said, but Evo, you uh didn't we didn't catch that?
3: Well said, it seems like a lot of our LSH folks, especially the old uh, old schoolers, uh we develop a uh an internal polygraph real quick. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh
2: yeah. It's yeah. a lot
1: like uh it's a lot like being on the walking dead. There's your here's your walking dead reference for today. Hey. rock because that's all she's been talking about since we started watching from the beginning again
2: sorry <laughs> um,
1: you, you see how these characters develop over time and most of them are fairly innocent to start off with a few exceptions but we're into the what the fifth season now yeah and they're all badasses and they don't trust anybody because they've seen people go bad so often and it's depressing um, but you get hardened after a while when you're killing the undead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah we could go <laughs> and the off Same on
1: goes for this. <laughs> it's,
2: it's true. And that, that's another thing, you know, you do get hardened. That brings up another point because you see so many lies, and you see, you know, just a lot of uh, just, just ill thought out behavior. And it tends to, to, uh, Oh, turn you into someone who's I've seen RLSH who, when I first started, uh, 20 in 2011, they were our friends and they were close. And just today, I I was seeing examples of, of I won't mention anyone's name, um, but just one RLSH who has just gone really bitter and just really for the past couple of years not done a really consistent good thing and, and has, you know, conversely has just done more and more to prove how they should not even be in the RLSH community um, just by their actions. So, uh, yeah,
4: well, yeah, I, uh, I would like to chime in and just say like, you know, as, as a newer member of the RLSH, uh, you know, I, I've been doing it probably like two years now and I think probably the most interesting and also terrifying thing that I had to do was just call 911, <laughs> you know? So, like, oh, yeah. you know, uh, totally. We, we've been yelled at. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've been yelled at, you know, and there's been like, you know, some, um, you know, hagglers and stuff that are, or hecklers, I mean, like just you know, kind of like, you know, heckling us. But other than that, I mean, I've been, I've been very fortunate. And, and that's the way you should look at it is being fortunate when you do have a quiet night. And like, you know, you shouldn't be going out there just expecting and hoping, you know, to for someone or something to go down, you know, so. So I want to say a follow-up to that
0: because this came up last week. And it was something that I heard on this show back when I first started. It was something that Rocket said, which is, you know, if you go out there hoping to, like, save someone from a mugging or a rape or a murder, you are going out there hoping someone is about to have the worst night of their life. And you don't want that. So instead, hope that everyone has the best night of their life and no one is out in trouble and no one needs saving and you just give a lot of high fives and take fun pictures. That's what the goal should be.
4: And everything else is just what happens. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more.
3: I've uh, I've been on a couple of patrols down in uh, Seattle. I remember a particular one in Pioneer Square. Um, we had a speaking uh, and overnights. at uh, one of the popular clubs there. And uh, it's, it's always just known for being super rowdy. Um, fights every weekend. Police are out there every weekend. And and uh, one night, there were five or six of us out on patrol there. our rounds, uh, you know, fist bump the bouncers, high five some of the regular patrons we recognized, a couple pictures and stuff like that. We live stream. And we were there from about 10.30 p.m. to 2 a.m. to bar close and watch everyone leave. Nothing happened. And uh, a couple of the newer folks were kind of hemming and hawing and, you know, kind of, they all start with that chip on their shoulder, have something to prove. But uh, at the end, me and uh, me and Boomer just looked at each other and said, you know what? We stopped 100% of the crimes we saw and high five and peaced out. <laughs> and
0: that
2: was yes!
3: Beautiful. That's
0: beautiful.
2: That's fantastic.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, man that's that's a that's a good you know what um it's sky who's in the chat room sky and vampaetta hey guys um sky keeps coming back to one that uh, I believe he got from old superhero it says be content you went you know, and that's great it's be content you went out on your uh your patrol and you got to hang with your friends, you know, and nothing bad happened
1: and and i was I pointed out too that just because you're out on a a patrol or mission, whatever you want to call it, and it seems like nothing happened or it was boring, it's very possible that just the fact that your group was out there looking like a bunch of weirdos might have prevented something from happening and you didn't even realize it.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more.
2: (laughs) Uh, I think his his motto, Purple Lotus, who is actually, uh, well, he's an enigma. Sometimes he's a real, you know, he's a villain, but really he's such a a nice guy at times. Um, His motto is presence, what is it, something, presence prevents. It's like three simple words, and they all start with a P. Um, But, yeah, so.
1: Presence, I like that. Presence. Presence.
2: I forget what it is. I'll look it up. It's, it's you know what, it's in, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm plugging this, shameless plug. I wrote a book, and I got a whole bunch of people, in, in fact, Impactor is one of the people in the book. Oh um, It was, it, it's called uh, A True Origin Story, How to Be a Real-Life Superhero in 12 Steps, and I spent a couple of years just quizzing the RLSH um, and the Real-Life Supervillains, we have those too, um, about how how to do this. And, um, there, there's a whole section with, uh, just direct quotes from a bunch of superheroes and supervillains. So, um, this thing was written with the help of, of at least, oh gosh, now we're, we are talking dozens of real life superheroes. So you can find it amazon.com, how to be your real life superhero in 12 steps and the money goes to homeless outreach. So yeah, I'm not getting rich off of this. Trust me. Um, Anyway, in fact, I still owe Evo money. Don't I, Evo? Yeah, I brought that up on the air. So. <laughs> <I'm>
4: <laughs>
0: right. The only one you're hurting by brain up on the air is yourself. So. You're calling yourself
2: out. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, okay, with that, you know what? Uh, I've got a couple of other um, ones that I just, I, I really feel so strongly about. One of them is do not let anger control my actions.
4: Beautiful. And
2: and um another one is stay open to learning because there's nothing more infuriating than a know-it-all and i know because when i do that bug will call me out so quickly and i'm so glad oh oh there wait sky came up with it providing presence prevents so thanks sky he just pulled out the book bless your heart sky. Woo.
4: <laughs> yay sky man
2: Skyman! <laughs> sky man in the chat room for the win
0: um, I want to but, say about the open one you just mentioned. Yeah. Kid Samara and I were talking about that literally five minutes before this call, this show started. Oh, okay, for two uh, days. to leave, but um, he and I oh. have been talking about it beforehand. Um, and yeah, he's like, yeah, it really bugs me when we have these these people who just refuse to listen to any new ideas and just refuse to learn anything because you know there's a whole mess of knowledge out there that they're you know, shutting themselves off from for no reason. Right.
2: Right. Exactly. And, like and your ego, you know, your ego is keeping you from learning something probably important. So, and I know, cause I'm, like I said, when I'm saying these, um, you know, little rules, I, they're, they're mostly for me to remind myself every day to just shut up more and listen more. Um, cause that's like when I agree.
0: Uh, <laughs> A great quote I once heard is, if you think you're the smartest person in the room, find a, be- find a different room. Oh. Like, if you think okay. you're the smartest um, one in that room, they, 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 go find a room be- where there's people who, where people know more and learn from them. Yep. yep, yep. yep. I, love th- I love that quote because never assume you know everything. Never, assume- And even if, you, even if you are the smartest person in the room, <clears throat> st- there's still someone who's going to teach you something. I mean, I know, uh, Rock and Bug, you guys are martial arts instructors, as am I. And and I don't know about you, I have learned way more as an instructor than I did as a student.
2: Oh, my God. Right? Right? Especially when you listen to the questions from your your students, you're going, whoa, yeah, you're right. I I don't know that. Let me go find out.
0: (laughs) They're going to have a different way of learning. They're going to have a different way of thinking than you. And there's going to be something to learn. So if you don't Mm -hmm. go in open-minded, you're missing out on 90% Ninety percent of what's out there, ninety-five percent of what's out there. Yep. Because no one knows that much.
2: Exactly. Um. The, the this one, what? You know what? What do you guys think about this? Because I don't think it happens often enough, and we were trying to get people to do this uh, last year, and it worked for a little while, and then we kind of just fell off because uh, we were hoping people would do it themselves, and and it really didn't catch on. But I think who knows? Maybe this year's different. This one is. Uplift and share my fellow real-life superheroes' good deeds.
0: I remember oh, that. That was a that yeah. was a good idea, and I wish we. And I think we should try restarting that because that was a good thing. Because I remember seeing people posting like, "Hey, I noticed this guy and that guy and that girl and this girl did these awesome things, and I want everyone to know that these people did awesome things." And like so a lot, there are people out there who will share the crap out of posts when they see something positive. Like Citizen Tiger is probably the best at it. If he sees you do something good, he will just plug it constantly for you. Uh, same with um, uh, Uproar Donald Forrester. He will he shares so much for people if he thinks it's positive stuff. And I think we all need to get into that because right. I, I, it's nice being recognized. We're wearing crazy freaking costumes. We all want to be recognized <laughs> on some and level. I don't care what you say. You want it on a level.
2: So. You know, and be, beyond that also, you know, yeah, we, we, we want, let's be honest, we, we like that. Um, but beyond that, it it makes you, it, I feel more connected when I'm sharing um, good news about my real life superhero. It, it just starts Um, this positive positive domino effect as opposed to me being jealous that someone, because I, oh, man, I used to get so jealous when somebody would be, you know, on on a news, you know, uh, episode or news story. And I had to stop and think about it. And if you're listening now and that happens to you, stop and think, what is the real issue? You know, what's the real issue? Because most of our negative feelings come from, Fear or desire? So what are we afraid of? Are we afraid that we're not going to be – and I'm not going to get into that. It's a whole other show. But, you know, why are we jealous of others when they're successful? What do we fear, you know, and what are we desiring? So um, there, there's uh, just a couple more that had um, – of course, this one should go without saying, but nothing in the real-life superhero world – can, you know, be just taken for granted. And this one's never discriminate on the basis of race, religion, color, creed, age, sexual preference. So that one's, that one's a, you know, a given, but this one I think is really important. I will responsibly use social networking in a manner that does not discredit, dishonor, or embarrass my fellow real life superhero. And I kind of screwed that up today. So I'm rethinking, you know, what I post (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. I I got really upset with something I read on someone's wall, and then I put it on blast. And, you know, I I don't know that I I should have vented that. Well, No, I know I shouldn't have vented that way. Is it it fun? Yeah, it's fun, but at the same time, uh, I don't know. I think sometimes it says more about me than it does about them. So, um, yeah.
0: At least you you self-reflected on it and that's and that's a big thing is you're allowed to make mistakes like and I think a lot of real RLSH ignore that part people are allowed to make mistakes and we need to learn to forgive mistakes made in anger or ignorance because you know we'll be like oh this person said this thing and I'm never talking to that piece of shit again because they're a terrible person because they called my mask stupid and it's like Okay, maybe they were upset. Maybe they had a bad day. Let's take a break and relax for a minute and, and try to and be a little forgiving. You don't have to love the person. You don't have to like them.
3: But, you know, we
0: can, we can learn to forgive each other a little bit more than we do. And I know I'm guilty of that, too. I, there are people where I get pissed off. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with this good person again. At least, at least at that point I try and say, like, all right, I'll be cordial. And that's sometimes all you need to do is be cordial with each other, be have a working relationship.
4: I always Good. just kind of go into into it all and like just remember that like you know everyone has different experiences, everyone has different you know like how they grew up and and things like that. And 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 I, I like to just think of like uh, what when people approach me, uh, for example, you know I, I grew up in the south. I'll just go ahead and say that so. And And I was openly gay, um, but you know, just kind of just being yourself and, and and I understand that a lot of people have trouble just because I guess accepting that just because it's it's not part of their life, it's not something that they you know uh, i guess contemplate on, but just you know just accepting that people are different, they have different life experiences, and just because they may say something that hurts your feelings or something doesn't mean that they can't learn and grow as a person and, and, and reflect on it and become better, you know?
2: You know, that's true. Um, because I noticed that, that especially now because things are so divisive that I, I know this to be true that, that they can't learn anything. If you just straight, you know, get combative, then you're never, if
0: someone calls you a piece of shit, you're not going to listen to them.
2: No, no so and, and I would
0: like to say that if more of the community or the world had had your attitude Spirit Fox, I think we'd be a much uh better group as a whole oh, I, oh, I, well I, thank you I'm, i, <laughs> thank I you. really I really admire your your attitude towards everyone's differences of opinions and stuff like i am I'm, I'm not there's no nothing's i know i joke a lot, nothing is facetious here. I honestly admire. Your level headedness and openness towards other people in our community. And I wish myself included, but I wish more people could do that. Because she's I think blushing.
2: I, I appreciate it. She's, she's blushing. Are you blushing? I bet you're blushing. I, can I, I, it. I am. I am. Please. Right. Stop it. I
4: can't. I can't. I All know. We can do that so cute. Only good because on we here. have the same sex. <laughs>
2: I'll stop for that. No, that's <laughs> odd. And you both brought up my next one, which is learn from my mistakes. Admit my wrongdoings. Failure does not equal surrender. You know, it doesn't mean that this is over. I can't, I screwed up. I can't do this anymore. That's not what that means. It means that it's a learning, a learning thing. So um, those are great points. Um, like I said, I only have a couple more here and that's good because we've only got like six minutes left, but uh, I'll run through. Defend the weak and innocent wherever possible. And for me, it's wherever possible because if you can't, it's, Scene, scene safety second, personal safety first. So wherever possible. If you can, then do it. If you can't, 911 is the best thing to do. Uh Never, abandon, never abandon a friend, ally, or noble cause. Just don't abandon. Just, you know, like you said, we have differences. We can try to work them out. Um, uh, wherever I am, with or without my mask, be a champion for good. And I know these sound hokey. I don't care. I think the world needs, like, a hundred times more hokey and cheesy right now. Be a champion for <laughs> good. Um, yeah. And uh, the last, believe it or not, the last one I have is never let my hero talk outweigh my hero actions. Um, I like so, that one. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I have a good one that uh, we didn't bring up yet. Oh, yeah. Um, And this is actually Part of the. Uh, I know
2: what he's going to say. This is. The, I'm only cutting to off because guess what? They also have the same thing in the firefighters, um, in. Okay. The medical, um, you know, the preambles, the uh, what they their code, is. Oh, go ahead.
1: It's essentially it's, 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 it's. Strive to report those deficient in character or competence or engaging in fraud or deception.
2: And in the firefighter code, it says, be truthful and honest and report instances of cheating or other acts that compromise the integrity of, you know, the firefighters. And I thought, right. So in in both of those, in firefighter and in the medical profession, they both emphasize report when you see something wrong. Now, who are you going to report to? Who are you going to call? You know, we we are not each other's
4: keepers.
2: Right, exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad
4: someone did it. I'm glad right. someone did it. I almost right. did
2: it. Sorry. No, I would have been sitting here going, no one did that. Damn it. Okay, um, so I'll
0: see you later, huh? I'll give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
3: Thank you.
2: But, you know, it's, it's, that's one thing that we can bring up in another show. What do we do when we see that? For instance, and I'm going to do this really quickly because, like I said, we only have three minutes left. What happens when you see an RLSH that is causing harm? in any way at all you know uh and we should bring that up in another show but i think that putting them on blast is one of the best things you can do
3: yeah
1: yeah
3: well yeah. i've got one for your list but go ahead i think there's no act too small you know no no <gasps> no of no good that's too small for any of the rlsh movement. um um long of a uh just kind of a real quick little head i i I heard someplace online don't ask me where, but basically it's you know imagine all the Avengers hanging out at h q after some you know big long boss fight or whatever the hell they do, and everyone's exhausted and Tony Stark looks over at spider man and and over at thor and said man don't don't you miss the days where you could just be a hero and go i don't know carry groceries for the little old ladies and <laughs> Thor laughs and throws up his his hoodie and says, we do that all the time, man. It's the only time I wear a mask. And he high fives. Oh. And, you know, and yeah. so I, anyone within the RLSH community, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's being on the street is one thing. And that's, you know, where all the notoriety and cool profile pics come from. But, uh, man, uh, do those dual do blood drive, do homeless handout, hand out, throw sling burritos at people or just help someone cross the street. I remember, I remember, you know, just chatting with a homeless lady down in uh, again back in Pioneer Square a couple of years ago, just saying, "Hey, you know what? I saw some people giving me a rough time before, and you didn't deserve that. I'm really sorry that happened to you, and you know, hope you take care of yourself." And she said, "I love you too." Oh. And it was like, "Wow." And you know what? Nobody got shot. There's no bullets flying. There's no, you know, slow mo heroics or anything. That just, you know, being a hero can be as easy as that. That's
2: exactly, exactly. That's okay. Great. That's the whole point of this show. <laughs> that, is, I, and that is a perfect place to end. If, if we, we didn't. do the radio
3: it, show, for example?
2: Right. There you go.
0: I <laughs> will tell you this I have done more heroics. The only major her- things I consider heroics that I've done have been in regular clothing. There you go. The only and fights is... I've ever, bro- the only fights I've stepped in on and really stopped like real ones, mm-hmm. have been in regular clothing. There you go. One time I'm pretty Wh- sure I was in pajama pants. <laughs>
2: Whatever it takes. And and that's one of them. That's is uh, in in or out of a mask, be a champion for others. Now, we've got like less than a minute. So, you know what, I'm going to take this time. I, if we didn't get to you, I really apologize. Let me know. Uh, PM me, and we'll get you on like first next time. Uh Thank you, Evo, um, Bug, Spirit Fox, uh, anyone else, Guardian, and the guys in the chat room, we love you. Next episode might be we're hoping to get uh, Nightingale on to help us with street medic stuff. So thank you for mm-hmm. listening. We love you. Stay safe. Love you guys. Heroes 101, Bye. out. Bye. Yeah. Okay, so I'll see you later, huh?
0: I'll give you a call. <laughs>
4: Oh, beautiful. <laughs> there you go.